The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K, presented by Tap 14. Analysis and commentary to help you get your Broncos fixed during the offseason. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play, or listen on demand anytime in the Mile High Sports mobile app. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K Radio on Twitter today. On the podcast, we're going to zero in on Drew Locke, Missouri. Who is this guy? What does he bring? And could he be the selection at number 10, maybe even higher if you're the Denver Broncos? But first, our friends at Bespoke Edge. It's BespokeEdge.com, men's custom clothier, award-winning. And, of course, they got hundreds of blog posts and videos over the years over at BespokeEdge.com. That's BespokeEdge.com. And, Man, they know the Denver style, whether it's a casual date night, uh, maybe it's something creative, or maybe it's just something for work. Be sure to go check it out at BespokeEdge.com. That's BespokeEdge.com. Let's talk about Drew Locke out of Missouri, the strong-armed quarterback who, look, up and down in college. This is a guy who did struggle with a little bit of accuracy issues. Now, the, the real appealing part is the fact that he greatly improved that as the career went on. He was a four-year starter in college, and it was really important for him to come back to Missouri for that final year to essentially put a stamp on things. Now, Stratege uh, may have been involved because, of course, if you remember last year, very big uh, quarterback class. And Drew Locke is probably selected not in the first round last year. Drew Locke in this year, probably in the first round. That doesn't make him a better or worse quarterback, though. Uh, 28 touchdowns, 8 interceptions in 2018. That, uh, as far as production-wise, far less than his big year, which was 2017. And that was the 44 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. Now, consider the conference he is also in, though. And consider the players he plays with. Remember, this is not a guy who gets uh, incredible options like, uh, you know, Hollywood in Oklahoma, a great running game in Alabama or anything like that. Drew Locke in Missouri, a very solid prospect, 6'4", 225. And is somebody that I think can be molded into a... NFL quarterback, but I do believe there is time that is needed there. I I don't know if you just want to shove Drew Locke into the mix day one. Now, insert Case Keenum, perfect situation. Case Keenum's your bridge, and I think you may see the Broncos influenced by the fact that they have that opportunity right now to pick quarterback this year, as opposed to waiting to next year and then maybe just saying, okay, we want Jake Fromm and we're going to do anything to get him, and we want to just start him week one. Instead, we'd rather have Drew Locke sit behind Keenum, learn, be groomed, the heir apparent to the Broncos in 2020. Uh, He had some solid performances, no doubt. Uh, Towards the uh, end of the year, particularly, obviously in the Liberty Bowl, played very, very well. Completed 70% of his passes, I believe it was six times. Uh, That was over the year. Of course, he had a great game against Arkansas and Tennessee to close out the year. 
Florida. I mean, these are these are not the most. Uh, these aren't pushover teams that he's playing against, and I'm just talking about 2018 in particular. Now he did struggle in games where, you know, the Gamecocks, Crimson Tide, those are good teams, and yeah, he did struggle. So by all means, don't look at Drew Locke and say you are getting a bona fide star. You are getting a bona fide turnkey guy. This is a beautiful desk from Ikea. That means you have to assemble it. So do you trust Rich Gangarello, Vic Fangio, and the coaching staff to ensure that they put Drew Locke in the correct place to win? Now remember, Locke, great arm. He can make any throw. Okay, and and when we talk about any throw, I think this is something that maybe just people glance at and just say, ah, whatever. He he's an NFL quarterback, so he can make every throw. There's quarterbacks in the NFL that are starting on teams right now that cannot throw from the far hash to the sideline. That limits the playbook. That limits what they can do. And or in a two minute situation, it's forced and mistakes happen. So. It's it's really important to understand that because that that I think is one of the things that fans don't talk about a lot is they just look at it and say oh he plays in he plays in college he plays in the NFL he can make every throw that's not the case it's not the case uh it's certainly the things you need to work on a little bit on accuracy I think pocket awareness is great but vision downfield could be better. There are passes that he's missing. And look, I've watched a lot of Drew Locke film. Uh, easily by far more than anybody else. With probably Daniel Jones being second. And he has... Uh, I, I believe he has tools that you can't teach, which is exactly what you want. Work ethic, the attitude. Uh, from all reports, we talked to Benjamin Albright about this last week when he was down at the Senior Bowl. Drew Locke walks into a locker room, walks into a room, and lights up the room. You you feel his presence. You you understand his situation, his magnitude of, of importance. And I think that's a big deal for a quarterback. Because whether you like it or not, the quarterback is the, the big cat on campus. You know, going back to college days where there were popular kids and not so popular kids, and then there was that one guy that, like, he walked into the room and you knew. You knew, oh, oh man, don't get in. his. Every lady wanted him. Every guy wanted to be him. And if you were in his way, you were in the wrong place. That's what the quarterback needs to be. And that's kind of what Drew Locke is. And I am I I was most compelled by Drew Locke when I first heard it was about a year ago when I, I've been on the Drew Locke train for two years now, but I really dove in about a year ago when and I and I apologize because I can't remember who said it. I I think it was Daniel Jeremiah um, who said this guy's kind of like Jay Cutler without the you know, the the a-hole attitude. And then Benjamin Albright said that in an interview with us on air. I was like, oh, my God, because I love everything that Jay Cutler brings. The physical intangibles, the the style, kind of the gunslinger. 
comes out of his hand quick. He, he he's he's decisive. He's not afraid to take shots. He has some swagger. The problem with Jay was he was just a douche. And he didn't want to learn. But, you know, this is supposed to be the guy like Jay Cutler, but without all that, I'm like, oh, sign me up. Sign me up. I want that. Because even at the worst of that kind of player, of that magnitude, let's take Jay Cutler's career. At his worst... That's a 10, 12-year starter for somebody who doesn't care about football and seemingly doesn't care about anything. I mean, who knows what's going through Jay's brain. But he didn't He didn't probably apply himself. I don't know for sure, but I'm guessing just from the things that I've heard that he didn't apply himself as good as he could have. He didn't study as much as he could have. And you're telling me this kid is going to? Ooh. Very appealing to me. I like it a lot. And I'm all for it. Case Keenum is our Jake Plummer. Or Kyle Orton, whoever you want to. Well, no, it'd be Jake Plummer, yes. Because Cutler took over for Plummer. Um, I, I am on board the Drew Locke train. Totally at 10. And if you got to get to 5... If you got to leap the Giants and trade with Tampa Bay at five and and maybe you got to give up an extra pick, do it. Do it, please. I'm so tired of talking about a team that doesn't have a franchise quarterback or doesn't have a path at that. I'm more forgiving to a team that takes that chance and misses than you sitting on the sideline. You sitting on the sideline, to me, you have nobody to blame but yourself, and you deserve all the criticism. It's like, what I'm going to bring up another dating analogy. When you like a girl, and you know you guys talk every once in a while, and you like her a lot, but you just twiddle your thumbs because you're too scared to man up and grow a pair and ask her out, do it. I would rather you do it and miss than sit on the sidelines and do nothing. Because when you sit on the sidelines and do nothing, you know, you know, nothing's going to happen. Yeah, Drew Locke may not pan out, but at least they tried. At least they tried. This is the big criticism I have with the Denver Nuggets. The Nuggets would always constantly. They always, oh, yeah, we're we're engaging in discussions, but we don't want to give up all our dudes. It's like, okay, well, you can only do that so many times before it's like, you know what, just just do it. And if it doesn't work out, fine. At least you tried. I don't know. 303. So again, thanks to our friends at Bespoke Edge. That's bespokeedge.com. Also want to say thank you to our friends over there at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street. Just a hop, skip, and a jump away from Coors Field. 70 Colorado beers on tap. 100 Colorado distilled spirits. Of course, a lot of great stuff coming from them. And you can go check out the rooftop views. I mean, it is just tremendous. Even in the cold... Heated, heated porch. It is just tremendous. Tap 14 on the web. Spell out the words 14 for me. That's tap14.com, tap14.com. The Broncos Blitz podcast, of course, at milehighsports.com. That's milehighsports.com for all great coverage. I encourage you to go check it out. That's milehighsports.com.